Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. continue where we left off let's hear who we have at the table both players and characters hannah will you begin hello i'm hannah i'm playing winnie guardian of the shared sky brennan i'm brennan i'm playing brother arcos gerard priest of furia and rob hello i'm rob playing magnus vale master of day and night and I am Amelia Song, your GM, and you all are standing on the edge of the woods of the Forlorn Forest. You are mostly uh, at the point where the tree line peters off into a barren plain toward the east of the continent from which you teleported over. And you have a decision to make. Um, those of you most familiar with this area, which would probably be Arcos with this wood in particular, after teleporting here, knowing roughly the general vicinity that you were taken, you would know you have three options. You can either travel north to the outpost it would essentially be um, on this sort of the edge of this forest, eventually going to a major road that would take you pretty far north. You would be able to get supplies. Um, you would likely be able to travel with a caravan, which would be the safest form of travel. There would be the least interaction with blight. However, it will take you the better part of a week to make your way up there. And... You would likely have to travel directly north to get there, then travel west and then down to get to the city of Forlorn. Your second option would be to take one of these smaller winding trails on your own instead of the main road. You would also have to travel north a little bit over a day um, and essentially navigate your way on smaller less finished roads and trails um, that would take you to Forlorn on a more direct route. So you kind of go north and then slant slightly downward through the forest. Um, travel's less likely to be eventful, but you are probably going to have bandits and maybe some other interactions. Um, worth noting this is 
this is probably if you got really lucky you could make it through here if you had horses um or like a carriage versus uh you definitely could if you go up to the outpost um the last option is just to off-road it it is the most dangerous option um you are far more likely to experience uh natural antagonists there could be creatures there could be blight you don't know um but it would be the quickest option taking you in a beeline directly west toward forlorn um but those are those are the choices that lie ahead as you take in your surroundings and approximate where you are i am going to uh convey the options to the rest of the party um and then afterward uh say personally i am obliged to go the path of that's neither the fastest nor the easiest we can handle bandits with ease with our level of combat ability but there's no sense in putting ourselves unnecessarily in danger yeah i'd rather not be uh beat up whenever we show up there i'm i'm good with taking the middle road be uh, a little awkward if we're bleeding um magnus what say you magnus is still in his old man form oh, uh right. <laughs> smoking his pipe uh, and he just says, these old bones would prefer to get there sooner rather than later. Magnus, I've always wanted to ask this, and I'm finally going to. When you change like that, does your voice actually change, or are you affecting an accent? <clears throat> Wizard secrets are not given out so easily, Master Cleric. I was, that's a secret? That's, I, I didn't know that was a secret. I was just, wow. Hmm. Can you give me a hint? Um, I think Magnus just like puffs some smoke into your face and then like walks very elegantly past you in his flowing autumn robes and just uh, starts striding down the path, sort of mumbling uh, under his breath. Just... I'm going to turn to Craig and say, Shorter but dangerous routes, looking a little more attractive. And then uh, be on my way. <laughs> Wait, so are we going... <laughs> which road are we going down then? Uh, the middle one. The one that's the road less traveled by, but still a road. Okay. Small winding trails. Not right. the outpost, but we're also not going camping. <laughs> got it, got it, got it, got it. All right. uh, yeah. I want to go camping. <laughs> Not I mean, <laughs> not, there'll be some here. camping. You're we're still always in the forest. Camping. Well, we're, yeah, we're just, you know. Okay, so you um, embark northward for the better part of a day and um, make your way toward a trailhead is a pretty generous term. <laughs> but there is uh, a worn path through the woods as the sun is high in the middle of the sky and you head inward i'm going to turn to craig and say what's about you lad Um, this 
could probably be bandits around here somewhere. I don't suppose you've ever encountered bandits in your travels on your side of the war, have you? Mostly you guys. <coughs> That's, yeah, come to think of it, that makes sense. <coughs> uh, well spoken. Uh, you'll be a scholar yet. This kind of gives you a weird look and then just sort of walks ahead. Magnus, I think I'm breaking ground with that one. <clears throat> yes, quite, yes. Swear to God, I know about that voice. <laughs> okay. When was the last time you think you were in the Forlorn Forest, Arcos? Um, let's see here. I'm assuming I would have gone back to the monastery um, right before right before you embarked on the final campaign uh, against the Vral toward uh, Mount Vrilar. Um, so however long that it took us to go from edge of the Blight territory to the mountain, um, and then basically to the present, um, I would have gone, I assume, to just give, get some things in order, more or less, in case I didn't come back. So, uh, about then's about. Okay, so it's been several months, I would say. Um, as you walk through the forest, one thing you all note, the trees here are incredibly large. This is the oldest forest in the continent. So they are wide, they are tall, they eclipse the sunlight. There is, Winnie and Arcos, a little bit of unease that you are generally tuned into as you're in more blight-heavy areas. Um, this is not as bad as the part furthest east where you were, where there are no leaves on trees, everything looks dead and barren. But here, every now and then, you know that feeling you feel like you're being watched? I suppose so. <laughs> not a big fan of it, but I'm familiar. Yeah, and, and you, you get experience it a lot when you're in the woods, but there's just something that you can sense is slightly off. You see plants every now and then that you can't quite identify that are just a little bit wrong, um, a little sickly. Things are not growing as they should. And was that not the case last time I was here a few months ago? It was the case it has not abated it's hard to tell if it has been better or worse since you're on the eastern since you're on the eastern side of the forest where you live is further to the western side of the actual city of forlorn gotcha um as i'm walking along <clears throat> i'm gonna lean in to uh winnie really quick and say Woody, you know this nature as well as I. Please tell me you don't feel it too. Yeah, I absolutely do. I thought we had killed something. Yeah, I think our job just isn't done yet. I'm not used to being this worried. Usually there's a next step involved when it comes to blight and corruption. Yeah, well, hopefully this 
wild rock goose chase, I guess, that we're on will lead us somewhere. Lead us to something. You're never wanting for hope, are you? I, yeah. Someone's gotta be hopeful. <laughs> Winnie lines make me want to cry. Someone's gotta be hopeful. <laughs> I mean, with you two sad motherfuckers, yeah. someone's gotta be. Someone's yeah. gotta be. Someone's gotta Winnie, bring the snacks. The, the pinnacle, the epitome of well-adjusted happiness. <laughs> Winnie is, is such liar. a moral authority. Oh yeah, Winnie yeah. has. Um, when it know. comes to doing the right thing, <laughs> as uh, far as Arcos knows, she's you're a she's saint. a role model for the the Twilight Wilds and for Kraith alike. Mm. Listen, that's why she's... we have literally put her on a pedestal. Um, she's <laughs> my... never done anything wrong ever, and my... she definitely doesn't have anything to hide. My favorite thing about Winnie is that she's never let anybody down. Ever. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Arcos spends his days sometimes being like, God, like, I may be the son of God, but if I were Winnie, I'd be even better of a person. Are you the son of God? I feel Not like. The son of God. <laughs> Not at all. You are just some guy. <laughs> I uh, um. have a godlike ego, I guess. Yeah. Arcos to Arcos. Arcos is the son of God. <laughs> Now to Askarath. Anyway, um, who is navigating you all through these trails? Um, I, I mean, if I can, if Arcos, I don't know how. Probably me or Arcos. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I'm gonna need you to pick one. <laughs> well, I, I think that Arcos would be a little bit more familiar with the the road better traveled by rather than roughing it. It might be a coin flip. On between right. Arcos and, and Winnie, but I I don't know. I, th- I think that a road less traveled by, more like in the woods type thing, would be more Winnie style. Okay, yeah. Then me. Cool. Um, I'm going to need you to see how well you do at navigating along yes. these small paths. Let's. Ooh, what kind of check? I haven't rolled in so long. <laughs> you haven't rolled in so long. Um, is there something better than notice? Where um, notice is find like the list of checks, but survival or common knowledge could be a good uh, alternative. I feel survival could work. I though I am unskilled in that, so let maybe let's not. <laughs> You're, what I'm are you skilled at? I'm also unskilled in survival. I'm oh. uh in common knowledge. I have a D eight in notice. I have a D six and uh I. The only other thing I think would be stealth or like smarts. Um, I I wouldn't give you stealth for this. If you want to make a case for common knowledge versus notice, I'd be happy to hear it. Um, I'm more skilled in common knowledge, so let's fight with for that. Um, I mean, like, uh, I guess it wouldn't be common knowledge because common knowledge is like what everyone knows, right? She's more. Sp- specialized in this notice would be like noticing what branches have been recently snapped what rocks have been recently overturned of people walking through the the path um the hiking path or whatever we're on um you know just looking for little signs of other people who have been through here to kind of give a direction on where to go okay 
yeah, I'm going to put this target number at eight um, because it is slightly more difficult than the easiest option, but not quite as difficult as the most difficult option. Um, and then every raise above that will give you better, quicker, more efficient travel. That's a seven. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> not great. So with a seven, as you are navigating... Wait, you can I spend a Benny? I want to re-roll. You can spend a Benny to I forgot that was a thing. Benny and the Jets. <laughs> okay, that's an eight. That's an eight. Okay. Cool. Well, so with an eight, um, uh, you got rid of the fun thing that I wanted to do. <laughs> that's so mean. Um, with an eight, uh, it takes some time. Uh, it, that is a successful role. Um, you're able to navigate. There are areas that are pretty flat and well-trod um, that you are able to very deftly um, ascertain the ascertain the terrain. I don't like that. But <laughs> you're very deftly able to navigate the terrain to try and project where would be uh, a better option of you know, staying away from flooded areas or muddy areas, constantly looking for the most traveled paths. Um, you're keeping an eye out for not only just for like snap twigs and footprints, but to see if there are any signs of recent activity, any campsite slightly off. And you are pretty comfortable with the path that you've taken. Um, as you begin... Um, as the sun begins to set in the sky, you're thinking that you likely need to make camp soon. Uh, do you choose to stay relatively close to the trail, knowing that if there are other people or beings around here, they might see you or travel further off, which might be less safe from a natural perspective, but more safe from an interpersonal perspective. I think, hmm. I think we probably have some protective spells that could protect us from the, the nature around us. So I think probably to go a little farther off the path would be a good idea. I guess I don't really know the type of people that travel through here on like who would like the the normal folk of who would be traveling on on these roads would Arcos know better about that um i would say i mean in this area people who are traveling on these trails very specifically do not want to take the main road um so okay. general merchants families uh, people of probably better repute are going to be on the re regular human roads. Um, this could be smugglers. This could also be people who might not be able to afford the nicer travel. Um, this could be members of the Browl. If they were navigating through these forests, they would likely use these roads. It's pretty uncommon to just like off-road okay. everything. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna hoof it in nature. <laughs> okay. Um, what are you doing to set up and protect your camp? Um, so I have a damage field spell that I feel like I could, like, set up around the camp. Um, 
that just it creates an aura that causes 2d4 damage doesn't really have a my my character sheet at least doesn't have anything more specific than that but um yeah i think i would cast that around our uh tents or whatever we have else to set up um magnus you got anything good that would that might be able to you know fend off possible wildlife or intruders um I could try to. Uh, I guess Magnus could uh, could try to use time magic to like put us in a, a little crease of time if we wanted to do that. That would be a, a bargaining roll. I was just thinking like, like a shield or something. No, <laughs> like, no, I don't. It's one or a thousand. <laughs> I, I can make fire shield. or I can trap us in time. I cannot. <laughs> Thread the needle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't think that's quite necessary, trapping us in time, but I, that's okay. I've got... We can handle ourselves out here. So, I, yeah, I'm going to set up the damage aura, the damage field, like, um, around the perimeter. Okay. Um, are y'all going to bed, or are you guys going to be taking any watches as you sleep? I think it's smart to do watches, yeah? You guys think? Absolutely. Yeah. Nah, you guys don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> There's six of us, so we could do, like, two people per shift. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Or one, whoa. one per hour. Or one <laughs> per two hours. We're letting Craig keep watch by himself? He's I, not yeah, behind I was, me, think I was thinking, like... Us three and Julian, that would cover... If we each did two hours, that would cover eight hours. Excellent. Excellent thinking, Winnie. I'll take first. All right, sounds good. That works for me. <laughs> Just instantly. Uh, sorry, so Arcos is going first. He's next. Uh, I can go next. And then, Magnus, when are you going? Third or fourth? Uh, I'm going last, for sure. <laughs> And you're putting Julius, Julian third? Yep. Julius Caesar. I was writing down Magnus and saying Julian, and that's what you get. <laughs> okay, someone roll a d4 for me. Right. Well, I'm taking first watch. I'll take it. That's a two. All right. Arcos, your first watch, unless there's anything you want to do. You good? Yeah, oh, I thought you're gonna. I thought I was leading up saying, "Okay, your first watch, unless there's something you want to do," and like explaining what happens. That's just. Well, I if there's nothing you want to do during your oh. watch. Um, is there anything I want to do while everyone's asleep? Um, there's one thing I could do, but I might do that another time. Um, probably just you know, chant some prayers to Furia, and uh, nothing particularly interesting. We got a chanting priest in our camp in the middle of the night. <laughs> Excellent. Completely nondescript. <laughs> As you you Be quietly Be chant. Be <laughs> uh, <laughs> Probably not that one. <laughs> you quietly chant uh, these prayers to Furia and that you know internal presence of light keeps you feeling safe throughout this dark night. Um, and you wake up Winnie for her watch. Winnie? 
Is there anything you'd like to do? Um, yeah, I mean, not anything crazy. Just I think um, as the day turns to night, Winnie's hair will turn from a night sky into a, a bright blue clouded day sky. Um, and I think uh, I think she would pick some sort of like rock or stump somewhere nearby. And just as she's looking out into the forest, being calm, making sure all of her uh, teammates are asleep. Um, I think she would take a minute to just become kind of one with nature around her and um, specifically like look at the wind probably blowing through the trees between the leaves, um, slowly smile and um, say, Man, it's times like this, I wish you were still here. You would know what to do. And you say that, and your voice carries outward on the wind. It's a cool northern breeze. And sailing on it is a song most people don't perceive. It's not music like you would typically think, but it's a cadence and rhythm that flows through the forest. And as you sit here, that unease that you felt during the day abates slightly. And flowers, which only bloom at night under the light of the moon, gently open in your presence as the twilight wilds live through you in some capacity on the material plane some things some gifts when granted are never entirely lost and a small insect lands on a leaf in front of you catches your attention there's some slight moonlight shifting through the leaves in an ambient sort of glow now that your half-elven eyes have adjusted to the light. And a shadow moves instantly and the buck is gone. Um, I think a, a small tear rolls down her cheek. I think she has moments like this a lot yeah you see more of these shadows in the distance and a droning hum shifting in the leaves slowly coming closer and louder what do you do? I'm gonna use Farsight. See detail at a great distance. Um again, that's all that's all the description I get from that. Um I can pull it up in the book real quick. Yeah. Um, but I think it basically just lets me see if things are hidden. Hold on. Uh read lips or read fine print up to a mile distant. 
with a raise you also have range penalties for shooting athletics or other abilities affected by range i should maybe write these things down because (laughs) i was thinking this was gonna help in this context but i don't think so will help in this context okay cool yeah um I mean, I mean, you're not reading lips or fine print up to a mile distant, but you have that level of specificity. Right. Okay. Um, I'll give you, I'll give you an element of night vision here right, as, okay. as you're spending um, magic to enhance your eyes. As you look out, you see these shadows flitting back and forth and you recognize it is a swarm of mosquito bats. Heading toward you and, by extension, your campsite. Did you say mosquito bats? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Um, well, shit. Um, how many are there? Like, you said a swarm. That's a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm gonna wake everyone up and, um, point. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hey, there's there's something coming, guys. I need we need to be alert. These things are nasty. I'll grab my mace, Magnus. I'm gonna kick him. <laughs> uh, who kicks an old man while he's sleeping? Uh, I mean, would you boy. rather be awoken by the mosquito bats that are coming this way? No mosquito bats. Oh, why didn't you say so? I did. Just now, but all right. <laughs> okay, you've got with your far sight. Uh, there's a couple kind of scouting implies a lot more intelligence than mosquito bats have. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're moving toward you. You've got maybe just over a minute before a large swarm of blood sucking flying creatures um rain hell i guess upon Mm -hmm. your camp i don't know it's not gonna be a good time okay um i I still have that damage field up i think unless i need to keep casting that um if i need to recast it i will um that does 2d4 damage for anything that crosses it, I believe. I um, believe it lasts for. <laughs> it says five duration f- five, so. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I I can recast it. I'll recast it again. Okay. And that has taken most of my power points away, but that's okay. Yeah, I was like, um, you should probably wait until it gets a little bit closer to recast it because it'll give okay. you like roughly like a half minute. Okay, uh, I'll wait then. I'll wait till they get to us. Um. What does your damage field look like? Um, I think it is probably a um Winnie draws most of her power from from the Twilight Wild from her connection there. Um, so I think her connection to the autumnal court it would be maybe just like a red kind of glow on the ground, kind of like making a a transparent wall, kind of. Um, so everything past it has this like reddish orange hue but it's not super noticeable um but you know for it's effective for things that are you know not smart and are just gonna fly through it such as mosquito (laughs) bats 
Yeah, you grab a couple twigs, break them, and uh, in the dirt on the ground, carve a sigil as you whisper something in a tongue that is not spoken on this plane. And uh, a little warm red, like cracking leaves, uh, glows and spreads outward. And the grass around you begins to glow ever so slightly. And you see a perimeter of these ethereal sort of thorn plants that mark the natural edge of this damaged field. Anybody else doing anything? Um, would I be able to um, send off a bolt in, or run up and send off a, a bolt using a, a PowerPoint toward the bats, the mosquito bats? You can. You will run into a similar situation that you ran into last time you set a bolt of things into a wooded area. Uh, that's, that's, well, it's, I can send it energy, like, I can send streaks of holy light, would that okay. still light things on fire? I think if it's, I will, I will allow holy light to just yeah. the, fire the, off. It says, uh, damaging bursts of energy, streaks of holy light, or shards of matter. So whichever one. <laughs> yeah, we'll do streaks of holy light. Awesome. You're going to like vaporize the soul of these mosquito bats in whatever <laughs> form that means. <laughs> um, okay, so Bolt, it is uh, a arcane. That's an arcane skill roll. Mm-hmm. And on a hit, it's 2d6 with a raise. Uh, it's 3d6. Five and a four. Do I want to penny that? I don't know. Five plus four. That's not bad. That's a, that's a nine on the Bolt. To hit? Yes. Um, that hits. Roll your damage. Alright. D6. Other D6. That is 10. Nice. Okay. A 10 is enough to break through its toughness. Where are we? Alright. Gonna drop a PowerPoint real quick. Yeah. So uh, you fire this bolt. Um, because this is like a swarm, you just sort of aim for a thick area of it Winnie sort of port points out and adjusts your uh do you fire from your mace or do you fire from your hands oh um I feel like I I could do either one I think the mace looks cooler though <laughs> really yeah, cool you, <laughs> you extend your mace and uh fire and it vaporizes several of these mosquito bats um before they make their way into this damage field how does the damage field deal damage um, I think you described those thorn plants, so I think it maybe shoots thorns at them. Okay. Would that be cool? But, <laughs> yeah, but also, like, what do I need to roll something, or does it awesome. roll something? Oh, oh, uh, like, it's 2d4. Does it, do they just automatically take the damage? Or? I think so, yeah. It says creates an aura that causes 2d4 damage. Okay, go ahead and roll that. Um, I'll count that as a roll. Um, that's a four total, I think. I just, do I add a d6 to that? No? Is it just 2d4? No, it's just a 2d4. Okay, so four. Yeah. I mean, you can, but that means I also will get two if you, if you want to do it that way. Uh, no, that's fine. (laughs) Are you sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good on that. So as, uh... 
um, as these mosquito bats begin to just ignited by the light, they're now traveling toward its source and there's this faint red glow that's vaporizing them like those, you know, those like bright blue lights they make <laughs> to uh-huh. put on your porch. Several still do make it through. Um, they are not shaken. So all of you will take some damage here. They can try. <laughs> oh, it's it's automatic. Um, you will take three points of damage. Um, assuming you guys aren't entirely sealed, as the ones who make it through begin biting you. So that's a take three points of damage. Wait, so is that up against our toughness or our parry? Yes. Okay, so it's, we don't take any yeah. damage if it doesn't match that. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. Because if you we took are, if we took I, three points of damage, then I think most of us would be out out of yeah. account. It has to be your toughness. You are still like getting bit, but like yeah. it's not mm-hmm. overwhelming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, as these are all on top of you, what are you guys doing? Um, Magnus. Is going to yawn really loudly. Would you say that the mosquito bats are in a medium sort of blast radius from us, like all kind of swarming around us? Blast radius? Yeah, but they're like, the swarm has like covered you now, so they're at a medium blast radius, but so are all of your friends. Okay, that shouldn't be an issue. Um, Let me just read. Fascinating. Let me just read a thing. Okay, so. Uh, selective with intense focus, the caster can choose not to affect any or all individual targets within a power's area of effect. Okay, so I'm going. Awesome. So I'm going to cast slumber, um, which is two power points. I'm going to cast it with a third power point to selectively uh, not target our party members, um, and then I'm going to uh, use another PowerPoint for a total of four to make it cast in a medium blast template radius. Um, and now it's a it's a spell casting roll and just puts victims to sleep if it meets their uh, whatever the DC is, I suppose, which I think is okay, just their four. toughness. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So I'll roll spell casting plus my D6. So that is going to be seven plus two plus four. So that is 13. You needed seven. Amazing. Yes. So uh, Magnus is just going to yawn super big like he just got roused out of sleep. I think it like reverberates through this like circle of magic that Winnie has created around us and sort of like echoes around these bat mosquitoes and just like uh puts them to sleep just shocks them to sleep yeah after they've been vaporized by the damage field the rest sort of begin slowly drifting and then quickly falling down to the ground as all of them are now asleep no longer frenzying what do you do now how long do they stay asleep for that is a good question. Um, I need to look it up in the book. Oh, it lasts for an hour. Yes, wonderful. Okay, I think I can stab the rest of them in that 
a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> you sure can. Are you just going to go around and stab each one as you see them? You have your special farsight on so you can see pretty clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So as you put... <laughs> I'll I'll help I'll help. Yeah, fucking so like lantern flies in Philadelphia. You're just going around and squashing each individual <laughs> mosquito bat um, as they've fallen asleep. Magnus like starts going around you with like a wire string and starts like putting them on like a uh, uh, like a daisy chain. Like with this wire goes, we can sell these for a pretty penny inside of town. So it's collecting them and <laughs> putting them around his belt. We have- Okay, I, I I don't need any more money, but if that's your venture, that's your venture. Mosquito bat wings trade for quite a nice sum of money, if you know the right, right. vendors. I, Magnus, I know it's not my business, but are you in debt, man? Like, what, your motivations with my, I really must ask. My finances are my own. Are you with the gnome collectors? <laughs> Julian says... Arcos, whenever he he does this thing, he just commits. It's better to just go along with it. Uh, no, go along with it. Oh my god! No, I'm not with. The, do I look like I'm with the gnome collector? I lost my fortune to the gnomes in the winter of '94. It's '76, like yeah, right now. I was like, what year is it? Hey, I was like, wait, 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 you haven't been, or maybe '78. You haven't, you haven't seen a '94. Magnus, it's like forty years old. Magnus, this this um the, this cosplay that he's doing is two hundred years old. Yes. Yeah. Magnus is larping. He is. This is how. This is how he commits to his disguises. He's a full method actor. <laughs> You got a, a whole lore behind this character. I just felt the need to clarify just so the listeners know that yes. they're not past the year 2023 <laughs> in the third epoch of Kraith. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also, you, you asked a 10 foot tall thing if he's with the gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> They'd never see it coming. <laughs> no, You're their best bounty not- hunter. With the with the gnome collectors, uh, did you lose the entire fortune to them? It was an unfortunate game of interdimensional strip poker. <laughs> is um is my shift up or do, do I still have? <laughs> <laughs> you can go. By the time you finish killing the mosquito bats, you can go to bed. You've earned it, Winnie. All right, hey, and I, much, she fucking goes to sleep. <laughs> I much, I don't need this. It's <laughs> like three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> How much psychic damage do I take for hearing this old man talk about international strip poker? <laughs> Not more than usual gnomes. from your conversations <laughs> with Magnus. To say you have to have some sort of resistance to it by now, right? Yeah, <laughs> you, one would hope. Uh, well, Julian's turn, right? Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, good night. And I'm gonna sneak off. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> can I roll to detect him sneaking off? Yeah, you guys uh, can well, contest. Fuck, now I got a stealth. Yeah, you have I to stealth and you have to notice. Man. This Winnie, is not good. Winnie's Winnie, asleep. 
when he's asleep, honestly, good for you. This is, well, the fact that he does his own business. He, well, the fact that it was like so soon afterwards, it wasn't. We know his history with Tuesday nights, you know. Uh, oh my god, that's not good. So what is it? What is Argus. it? Notice that I need to roll. Argus is going back to the gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a notice roll for you. You gotta, you gotta beat a three, so good luck. Did you also roll your d6, Brennan? Yes, I got a one on the d4. I'm not stealthy, because, you know, I'm ten feet tall. And then I got a two on the d6. You can, you can use Benny if well, you want to re-roll well, it. I yeah, got, you can I'm use not, a Benny to re-roll. Not, <laughs> I don't you think... get new, more Bennies every session. Yeah, We're already so every far episode. into this one. Yeah. All right, all right. I'll, I'll spend the Benny to re-roll the two. So that can give No, you can re-roll both. Oh, both of them? Yeah, just yeah. re-roll oh, cool. the dice. Well, the the four D four was a one anyway, and the D six became a, a three. So now I have one I spent a Benny and now I rolled a four. Okay. Mm. Rob, what'd you get? Uh, so I still got a cool eleven. So <clears throat> sneaking off to gnomes, Master Arcos, are you? Uh yes, the the gnomes. They I'm telling them I'm Interrupting, uh, exiting our agreement. I don't believe it uh, suits me anymore, and I'm moving on to debt collecting for other agencies and cabals of uh, gnomes. They're, they're, yes. <clears throat> I will not give them your, your name or that I know you. Okay, uh, so Magnus, like, under his, like, really, like, grayed beard and, like, uh, like, makeup to, like, old face, uh, is going to, like, squint at Arcos and then, like, lean in and be like, okay, Arcos, I'm gonna level with you, it's me, Magnus. <laughs> oh my god, man, you had me going, I thought you were dead and you were replaced by this old man, I'm so happy to see you. I know, I appreciate it, I, I'm, I've been working really hard on this one, but don't blow my cover, uh, uh, you you had me completely fooled. That was incredible. Uh, where are you going off to, man? To pray in the forest. I needed some more quiet time to myself. Um, couldn't quite afford it when I was keeping watch. Cool, cool. Needed absolute focus, and I wouldn't think you'd be super happy with me going off to pray alone when I was supposed to be watching camp. Cool, cool, cool. See, the thing is that you already got in, like, a solid prayer sesh for, like, an hour during your watch. <clears throat> so... I need absolute solitude for this particular form of meditation. Monk things, you know. Magnus, like, looks at him, and then, like, you sort of see him, like, look a little bit embarrassed, like, Oh, oh, yes, your, your special... Meditation, right? Yeah, need some privacy. Mm, sorry, I. uh Yeah, no, you know the the road gets lonely, and yeah, we all need a little bit of a break. So, yeah. Well, Magnus thinks that you're implying you that you're you're gonna go uh jack off in the woods. Yeah, it seems like what you're about to, <laughs> no. what you're kind of throwing down there. <laughs> oh no, my god, I. uh I'm socially inept. I didn't pick up on that. I'm just I'm gonna say yes. That's a yes, y yes. Um. So I think even though Magnus thinks that Arcos is gonna go jerk off in the woods, I think I still want to. Can I still make a check to see if I can tell that he's like lying? Yeah. Okay. Um. 
I th- I feel like we've done insight with like I mean I guess you can use notice. Yeah, but, not- uh, notice is supposed to be both perception and insight. Like that's what yeah. the book says. It's specific, like literally, like can tell if what someone you're talking to is lying or something like that. Yeah. What do you roll if you're lying? Because I I guess I don't either. I don't see it or I don't have the skill. Um, of what I have. There's this, is there a deception? A deception skill. But, oh, um, I just don't have it. Okay, so it's a minus two if you're unskilled. Yeah. Uh, do you have any like performance or or persuasion? What is um, deception besides evil persuasion? Honestly, <laughs> I got nothing. Um, you can roll your spirit. Um, okay, Woo-hoo! I'll take it. Yeah, you have to be at a twelve. Ah, uh, okay. Damn, that's a. I'm gonna spend Benny number two out of three really quick. <laughs> um. Spending all your bennies to lie to your best friend. <laughs> Relatable content. What am I doing? I rolled a one on the D12. Is why I'm doing this. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, 3 a.m. sort of a weird time to get these urges out. But I honestly, oh it's been, there's, there's weirder times to do it, you know, so. How? Do you need any, like, magazines or, like. God. <laughs> what? The dice gods do not want me to lie to my best friend. Um, that's a one and a three. So that's a four with the re-roll. Yeah, you can tell. Uh, Magnus, not only can you tell he's lying, you're about like, yeah, he's probably not even going to jack off in the woods either. <laughs> like he's lying about something else. Like it's not, and you're it's not to think- like he was going to do that anyway. It's like, sort of like a pretext to be like, I can sort of like tell a half truth. Magnus is certain that he's like, didn't even think that far. Okay. Yeah. Like nothing that he said is the thing he's doing. Um yeah, but Magnus is a master of deception, so he's not gonna <laughs> let that affect him in his this conversation. So I think Magnus Why did he put get, no points in lying? Sorry, continue. Yeah, anyway, well, um I'm gonna go to sleep. Julian's gonna be keeping watch. Um remember I'm a different old man. The next time you see me, I'm gonna sound different again, so just like watch out for that. Don't trip on anything. Make sure to bring plenty of uh, paper towels or whatever. Uh, um, Magnus is going to go to sleep. Asterisks. Uh, I also want to send Alfalfa after Arcos. Like, covertly. Uh, Make a stealth check. And then Arcos make a general notice check. So Magnus's stealth is bad, but would my shadow cat have a better stealth than a D4? I feel like a, a shadow kitty would be pretty damn stealthy. <laughs> I'll give your shadow kitty a D6. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> Why? Am I blowing a third Benny the blind? Because it's Magnus? the middle of the night. <laughs> and it's made of shadow. What the fuck oh, no. are you doing? Ooh, I was whying on we my We have dice, an exploding so. dice for alfalfa. Oh, I keep forgetting that's a thing. Oh wait! Oh that. yes, that's a four that explodes. So that's a six, but I rolled a two on the d six. For context, um, my spirit is a d twelve, and I still rolled a four. So that's how tonight's gone, and that's with the Benny. Uh, two plus two plus four, eight. What did Alfalfa get? An eleven. Oh my! Yeah, you God. don't see him. Okay, Arcos, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> um. I am going to be secretly communing uh, 
with a demon. This is the. This was the one of the secrets I put in my backstory about where do you go when you sneak off on Tuesday nights or whatever. So, um, okay. Um, so, what does that look like for Arcos? Um, you know, honestly, I was like, dude, is it like, is it like suck a succubus, fuck a succubus, or whatever? Or am I like talking? I was like going through all the different types of demonic, interesting lift, but I, I think that. It's a sort of quasi-relationship Arcos uh, moved on from to replace the whole uh, Askarath left when that went deep south. And so, just like a, probably like a, uh, a rather, a humanoid, um, if it's replacing Askarath, probably, um, feminine demon who's... Uh, who has you know has a very superficial level of of care for Arcos and his problems? That's probably leading nowhere good. So, if I I can get give you more to work with, but if you want to free wheel it from there, okay. So what does that like? But like, what do you just go out in the woods and like <laughs> summon a demon? <laughs> um, so the way I was picturing it was when I was uh, quashing the demonic forces of the Brawl, I, I picked up like a an artifact. I didn't know what it did, and I just um, I was picturing like a like a piece of obsidian or something, and I chant some words with it really quick and just chant the inscription, word. and just and uh, this thing just appears. Okay. So you head off. They definitely have a name. Well, uh, their <laughs> name is Nylara. Yeah, it is. Go, Falfy, go. Um, you head off a good distance away from the group where you know no one is going to be like hearing you. Doesn't seem like anyone is following you. You have this obsidian shard that is fixed onto the end of a necklace. It is a glossy sort of opaque black as you hold it up and say the word inscribed in it, which is Nylara. Um, A beautiful woman appears in front of you and says, it's been a while. To be honest, I've been trying to kick the habit. Uh, not exactly good optics for a man of Furia to be communing with a demon. It, no offense, Nilara. None taken. Although, are you still a man of Furia? I like to think so. Are you sure they think so? They, the monastery. I'm their proudest member. I've heard you praying, Arcos. They haven't been being answered. Do you think Furia's moved on to someone else? I come here to get away from the rest of the world, not to face it in some darkened form. I don't have to keep summoning you, you know. 
then don't. Point taken. You know, Argos, I could help you. We've been over this before. The friendship, transactional, nothing else. Are we friends? Well, what would you call me? I think what we have here is an amazing opportunity. You speak of transactions, and I know, and you know, what you really want is power. You want the adoration of these people. You want to save them. And you put yourself in Furia's hands. And all they've done is make a fool of you. A fool? I'll have you know I do have the admiration. And I did save those people. <laughs> that wasn't a joke, Melara. You threw a rock into a volcano. You massacred a military site, and then exploded a forest, and what has changed? I still see blight. Do you think Furia even cares? I'm going to... Uh, just, I'm going to, like grab my mace, and then be like, probably shouldn't go smacking trees or something out of anger. That'd probably look suspicious. And then just gently set it back down, get control of myself, and say, <clears throat> Furia has answered my prayers since I was a child. And yet right now, I'm the one coming when you call. What the hell was that? We're in a forest. Sorry, just feeling a bit paranoid. Don't need the conquering hero to be revealed as a hypocrite, now would I? Be unfortunate. Be very unfortunate. Must be hard. Living with all these versions of yourself. You could make things so much simpler. By doing what? By making a deal. We've been over this before. There will be no deal, and there is no accord. I don't even want to hear the proposal. Life is lonely. I don't need to burden my only friends in this world with my troubles any more than I already have. I can't go back to Askarath. Furia has the tendency to be a very subtle deity. Absent. Subtle. I'm going to say subtle. Deity. And sometimes you just need somebody to talk to honestly. I've never been anything but honest with you, Argos. Can you, you say the same for your friends? I did not expect Magnus to have had such a troubled past 
but what's important is that he came clean when it was necessary. And now you believe he's holding no more secrets? Of course not. He's my best friend. And Winnie... Not even you could corrupt such a soul as Winnie. There is no one as pure or as true. Argos, you're so sweet. That's what I love about you. I've been called many things before. Never sweet. I thought that's why you bring me out. Because I'm honest. At times you provide moments of clarity, but you also lie. My friends, as of now, harbor no more secrets. Winnie has never lied or kept anything from me in her entire life. Arcos, I have never once told you a lie. Then tell me that Winnie is keeping something from me. Those are not my secrets to tell. I don't know everything about your friends. I do have a life when you're not summoning me. But I know mortals. And I know the types like your good, good buddies. And there's more secrets than you could possibly imagine. Magnus is closer to demigod than mortal. I live for a thousand years. I'm a half-giant. Winnie can jump through planes of existence. Mortals is an insult for me and my friends. Uh, she takes a small knife and sort of stabs you right in the crook of your shoulder and pulls it back. And yet you still bleed. Immortal. No. Invulnerable. Tell me, Argos, if you sever the thread that ties you to Furia, one that is thinning by your own admission, what are you then? Months ago, these meetings were a lot more fun. I'm having fun. For both of us. We can still have fun. I can go. Do you want me to leave? Not ready to go back yet. That's what I thought. They don't know you like I know you, Argos. No one does. I know that. You just don't have to say it. Fade to black as whatever happens between Arcos and Nylara happens in the cover of night, witnessed only by Alfie. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> so Arcos comes back from watch. Uh, you come back to uh, Julian and um, Craig talking a little bit. Uh, 
who kind of quiet down as they see you approach. I assume you're not stealthily returning back to camp at this point. Uh, no. I'd fail it anyway, apparently. Yeah. Um, they thud, head back thud, to thud, thud. <laughs> yeah, you, you head back to sleep slightly more exhausted uh, than you were heading out. And Magnus, uh, you take your watch. Yeah, as like when Julian wakes me up, like I think he probably clocks that this entire time, like one of Magnus's cross eyes has been like open and like tracking with Alfalfa. Um, and like, you know, it's really creepy when you do that. I know, but it is quite useful. Get some sleep now, lad. I have some thinking to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you're tracking with Alfalfa, you got you probably saw more things than you wanted to see, my guy, but uh you're awake now and you can deal with those thoughts. He's completely whipped, but his technique is impeccable. <laughs> oh uh Magnus uh starts uh kindling a small fire as like we get into the early hours of the morning. Um and uh as like the last like half hour of the watch like is sort of winding up. He uh, starts boiling some water for like coffee um, and like starts heating up a skillet to make, make some breakfast for the party um, as he's sort of smoking on his pipe in his old man form, um, looking into the distance with a thousand yard stare that one only acquires by uh, deep arcane knowledge or watching uh, a half giant, uh, <laughs> and a succubus uh yell at each other f- for uh for a while uh and i think the the sort of uh late night becomes early morning um as the sun rises and the camp is filled with uh, the smell of cooking meat and uh boiling uh water and coffee yeah you all um come to in the morning there are Dozens upon dozens of dead little bats, aside from the ones that Magnus continued stringing up during his walk. He has fried some up for breakfast as well, I think. He has cooked okay, up some of them. Okay, sure, naturally. Mm-hmm. I think Winnie probably has, like, meal, like, brought stuff from the kitchen in uh, in her bags or whatever, so... Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we don't need to be cooking those. That's gross. And she pulls some, like... Uh, I want to say frozen meat, but like I don't know how they would have kept it frozen. <laughs> so, um, just like dried meat. Yeah, dried meat. Yeah, there you go. Um, to, oh, to thank Theria and all the gods. Uh, no, no offense, Magnus. I'm not trying. Bat I'm wings not... are quite nutritious. I'm not trying that. No, they're quite a delicacy. He takes one, and he bites it, and it's like way too crunchy. It's like so oh. crunchy. <laughs> 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 It's really um, good. They're good for replenishing electrolytes after a long uh, walk in the forest. What is an electrolyte? It's it's a wizard term that you're not quite (laughs) smart enough to comprehend, my friend. (laughs) Interdimensional nutrient from a time far in the future. (laughs) (laughs) 
furious tears. A magical component derived from the sweat of gators. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God, dude. Yeah, so as you... Um, as you all eat your breakfast come to clean up your campsite you begin again on the next part of your journey um are you heading back toward the trail i presume uh yar if that's what everyone else needs to do wants to do absolutely yeah, uh go ahead and give me just another uh did we decide on notice yeah i think i battled for yeah. notice yeah give me another notice That is an eight. Okay. Um, with an eight, you're able to confidently navigate yourselves back on toward the trails um, and begin moving closer to Forlorn. The forest doesn't open up into a clearing, but you can see where the trees, um, typically incredibly large and wide and sporadic in that way that nature tends to be, um, become more ordered. The trails that you are on begin to connect back toward uh, a larger road coming in from the east uh, as you begin, um, or the northeast, as you begin to see a large sort of convergence of elegant tree houses with brick and dirt architecture that marks the outer natural walls of the city of Forlorn. everyone i hope you're having a good wednesday we have just released season four episode 33 and um i wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode and i wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four um kind of crazy um and what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last like regular like story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, but take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing 
ever, probably. So, um, yeah. I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that. But um, we'll we'll get there. We'll catch up. And, um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap-up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while, simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, So they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, We're going to try to squeeze them in quick. But if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. Um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's, it's almost over. Um, yeah. Thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened, uh, thus far. And I'll, we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.